Welcome to Feel Good Sports. If you've been listening for the past five episodes, you'll know that Jen and I have been watching the WPL with keen interest. We knew, like cricket enthusiasts everywhere, that a women's Premier League in India would change the women's game forever. And it's exciting. The uniforms are flashy, the media content is polished, and the cricket has been sensational. And there are just two more games to play. And look, as exciting as it has been for us at home in Australia watching the tournament, it's nothing compared to what it is like to be a part of it. Heather Graham has won a WBBL title, two WNCL titles with two different states, and she's a T20 world champion. Heather's also one of only two Australian women to take a hat trick in a T20 international match. That was against India last year at the very stadium that will host the WPL final, Brabourne in Mumbai. Heather was also the only Australian to be picked up by the Mumbai Indians. And though she hasn't played any games so far, she spent her time getting to know and learning from some of the best international players in the world, both past and present. She took a minute to catch up with her old mate, Jen, ahead of the Mumbai Indians all-important Eliminator game. Heather Graham, all the way from India. HG, thanks for your time today. Thanks for having me on. No, anytime. Uh, look, Mumbai Indians, WPL, it's absolutely got Lane and Myers in attention. We've been loving following it and all the storylines. So what was it like for you? The only Australian picked up for the Mumbai Indians. What was the auction process like and, and what was the communication like when they were like, yeah, we've picked you? Yeah, it was pretty crazy, to be fair. Um, I think we had training that day over in um, South Africa at the World Cup when it was auction day. So I was out training and that sort of stuff, and then that's when it all started. So by the time I'd got back to the hotel, I still hadn't been called out, which I wasn't too surprised about, to be completely honest. Um, And then was just sitting in bed watching it. And then all of a sudden my name came and I just saw Mrs. A with the paddle straight up and I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I was just like, what is going on here? I was like, I was really surprised that I even got picked from the fact that there were so many um, other Aussie girls that had just been let through before that. So, um, it, yeah, it was quite a shock, but it's been a pretty cool adventure. The media people were straight on to me. They love their media, um, Mumbai, the Mumbai Indians. So they've got about 20 people over here just working for us at the moment. So um, they were straight on to me with the, to having to do this video and had to, I had to say some uh, Hindi word or whatever it was in the video. And I reckon it took me about 20, 20 goes at least. And I was just like, nah, nah, this is, this is way out of my league here. But nah, it's been pretty amazing. Um, it was pretty surreal at the time and pretty thankful to be able to I guess, be a part of the WPL and just enjoy this journey and, yeah, how it's pretty awesome. You've got a couple of legends of the game in the coaching staff in Lottie and Julan Goswami, but then you've also got you've got the Harman Preet core effect over in India. So you've got, you know, someone who will be an absolute legend of the game once her career finishes through. Um, what's it like being around, like, the core effect and then I'll, I'll ask you after about some Lottie and Goswami stuff I've seen. But, yeah, what, what's it like being around Harman Preet Kaur and having that fandom? Yeah, everyone loves her. She um, 
well, I was talking to her at the very start and she was saying that she went tried to go to the shops one day and then had to ask the security guards for a mask because she obviously didn't take one and she was getting um, mobbed by everyone. So it was that was pretty confronting. I was like, geez, you are a pretty big dog. I know, like, you obviously know that she's a, a really amazing player, like obviously playing against her for so long, um, especially in the WBBL, um, how amazing she is. And obviously the, that one point, Two billion million people, whoever many followers she has on Instagram, I reckon probably f- just about follow her footsteps every day. So yeah, it was pretty surreal hearing some stories like that that she had to share. But to be honest, she's quite quiet and actually really down to earth, which I I wasn't really sure. I think um, there's always been a bit of a grudge between the Aussies and Indians when it comes to being on the field, but off the field, there's definitely no grudge. Nah, she's a really nice person, and um, it's pretty cool to be able to. Um, I guess see the way she goes about it, and but not only her, like and like, the likes of all the other um, internationals as well. We were following early in the piece. There was a game where I think you guys won, and you only were two wickets down. So um, Harman Preet didn't get to to bat, and we were saying on the podcast that's one way to get booed, I reckon, to, to not, not let Harman Preet come out and do her thing. So is it, do, the, do the players feel the pressure to, you know, make sure that they're giving Harman Preet some centre stage action? Oh, no, absolutely not. I think she's more than happy for, the, for us to win the game and um, get the job done before. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think she's too worried about it as long as we win. That's the main thing here. But that's good to know. Um, so you mentioned some of the other internationals you've got around. Like you've got... Nat Siverbrunt, you've got Hayley Matthews, who we have to say is playing in the style of Hayley Matthews that we all love to see. Um, what's it like? Do you, you know, they're all rounders, but slightly different to you. What are you, what are you learning from them? Um, trying to learn some of the West Indian flair of Hayley. I think some of the shots she's played have been seriously unbelievable. A cut shot over, a cut shot for six. I'm like, I've never seen that in my life. I don't think. But no, I think just the way that like how relaxed and how chilled they are as people, I think as soon as they step over the line, you can see how fierce and competitive they are. But um, off the field, I don't think anyone will realise how relaxed, how chilled and calm they are and like how much they just love spending time with each other. I think I've probably never been a part of a team where it's literally just us internationals down in the team room watching cricket every night So and talking absolute smack. So it's been pretty cool to just um, be able to hang out away from cricket with them as well, even though we're still in that the cricket environment, I guess it's pretty cool to just um, pick their brains about some things and actually just get to know them as well as people. That's really cool. Um, speaking of getting to know people, I mean, I've known Charlotte Edwards now for a long time and she's one of my favourite people to be around a cricket environment. Her enthusiasm is contagious. You know, she gets so excited for other people's success. Um, if someone does something amazing in the field, she's cheering, and, and I love that. How have you found um, Charlotte Edwards to have as your coach? Oh, she's a ripper. I think that was back in the day we played WBBL with her, and I think probably saw the more serious side of Lottie then, So, and probably didn't quite realise what she was like, obviously being still quite a young a young little pup back then. Um, but, no, nah, seriously, she's an absolute cracker, and she absolutely gives it so yeah, the way she's around the group and probably around the local girls and the way she gets around them, it's pretty incredible. I think some of the girls don't have the best of English or speak or understand or anything like that. So the way that she interacts with them is pretty cool to see. I think 
she literally just tries to have a laugh and that sort of stuff, but also gives you so much encouragement and uh, energy and that sort of stuff as well. So, um, yeah, she's pretty ama- she's a pretty amazing coach. I've never been coached by her, but I've had a lot of raps from her, especially from Molly Strano from the 100 last season. So I knew I was coming in to a team that had a really good coach. But, yeah, she's been unbelievable. How many times has she belted out turnaround or hasn't has, has not been a t- chance for karaoke yet? Oh, I actually missed a karaoke night. What are you doing? I don't know how I missed it. I think it, it was probably after one of the first couple of games and night games. So I think we were getting, getting back to the hotel at about 1am or whatever it was and I was ready for bed. So I think a few of the staff had gone down to the team room for a, a couple of couplers and I think the karaoke might have come out then from the sounds of things. But, <laughs> yeah, hopefully maybe over the next couple of days, hopefully after the final, might be able to hear that rendition from her. Oh, it doesn't take her much. I don't reckon you have to encourage her too much to get it out of her. What about the combination of, of Lottie and, and a serious, I, I called it before, like a legacy item of Indian women's cricket in Julan? What's that like? I mean, other than the fact that you must have to break your neck looking up at her. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I have to get a neck massage every day after speaking to her. Um, no, nah, but in all seriousness, they are probably the best combination I've probably ever seen from obviously Lottie was such an amazing batter to um, Gozzi being the best with the ball um, and the way that she works, especially with the local players as well. Um, it's been pretty unbelievable. We've got a couple of young girls, young local Indian girls that are pace bowlers um, that she's really been helping out. And I think you can see they probably haven't quite had the opportunity in the games, but at trainings and that sort of stuff, the the work that she puts in with them and, um, how much development they've had from the first session to the to our last session already has been unbelievable. But Lottie absolutely gives it to her. She um, Shulan takes it as well, and she gives it back in her own way. But gee, they're that honestly, they're funny. They're so funny. Um, Lot gives it to anyone, but I think the way that um, Gozzi takes it isn't the best sometimes. So I think that's what eggs Lottie on even more. <laughs> um, but then, yeah. Jilan just gets her back in her own little ways as well. It's actually quite funny. They they work so well together and, um, yeah, truly lucky to have them both. That's cool. Speaking of the locals, you mentioned them a couple of times. Are there any sort of names that we should be looking out for that you reckon give it a year, give it six months, give it three years that they're going to be people we all know? Yeah, I think um, there's probably a couple of them. There's, I think she's our leading wicket taker at the moment in Psyker. Left arm spinner. She doesn't really turn the ball. Most of them don't anyway. But um, <laughs> no, nah, she's she's a bloody good bowler. Um, and she's also a cracker as well off the field. But I think she's probably one of the main ones. And then there's um, a couple of younger girls in Armand um, Jock Core. Um, I know she, I think, made her debut in a tri series in South Africa just before the World Cup. And then little Jinty as well. Um, I'm not going to say her full name. Jinty Kalita <laughs> is. That's half of her first name and her last name. Okay. <laughs> I don't know the middle. I don't know the middle part, but um, Jinty's a cracker. She doesn't understand or speak much English, but when she comes out with some stuff, it's absolutely hilarious. But she's a bloody good pace bowler as well, so she's been working closely with Gozzi. That's cool. What about with with your experience over here with WPL? If there was one part of it you could you could take now that you've experienced it and bring it in and make it part of the WBBL here in Australia, what would it be, do you reckon? Gee, that's a good question. You're not asking the right person for that. Uh, (laughs) To be honest, I actually think, although we do so much of the media 
stuff already pretty well in Australia. I think the way that they do it over here to be able to spread the word and get the message out there and just get the women's game out in in life, I think it's it's pretty incredible in the way that the social media teams do it. I think there's probably about 10 to 15 posts every day from the Mumbai Indian yeah. um, Instagram page. So stuff, stuff like that in terms of that side of things, I think – um, the WBL could definitely do that a lot better. And I know there's been talks around it and that sort of stuff, especially going from um, two different teams in the WBBL. I know um, the Scorchers are amazing at it. And I think and for other teams, that's something where they can really, really step that up to make it the real limelight in that time of year, um, especially now that we're competing with the FLW. Yeah, I just think the more experience we get into um, our younger girls or um, our local girls, will be amazing. I think we can see around the world now in the hun- with the 100 coming and um, the WPL as well. I think our talent is going to need to improve a lot and I think um, it's going to be really competitive over the next couple of years, I reckon, on the international stage. So the more exposure our, our younger girls can have and the more experience that they can have, not only in the WBBL um, but the WNCL and that sort of stuff, I think it's going to be a massive stepping stone for us and it's going to be really good for our future. It throws me when you reference the younger girls because to me that's that's you and it just like, you know, you, you've come <laughs> so far that now you're someone looking back and looking at the next generation. I'm kind of proud of you, mate. But, yeah, you're right. If, social media-wise, if you're talking about, you know, 20 different staff operating it for the Indians and then you've got, you know, one, maybe two in the WBBL teams, it obviously needs resourcing and it, it definitely is noticeable. Like I'm obviously following it but yeah you just get so much stuff of you guys um some of it funnier than others but it's um it's pretty good to watch um what about i mean uniforms are one thing for me in your uniform we've talked about this on the podcast you've got a little bit of gold accent across the numbers and across the sleeves um there's a bit of bling when it comes to the wpl and i just think it suits so much was it something that you even notice i notice it more sitting on the bench, seeing the numbers that so you actually can't really see them all that well. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I flash. really like the gold. Yeah. yeah, you can't see it. It's yeah. really hard to like, pick up, especially with like either if it's the day games, like the sun or the night, the lights, yeah. um, just like the reflection or the sun to do with it. But no, I like it. I think the way that um, it's done, like it just it suits it really well. And I think it yeah. must be a Mumbai sort of thing, a bit of the glam, you know, with the glam yeah. team. You are the glam team. But, yeah, it comes across well on the broadcast and in pictures and stuff. It's like it, it it flashes up. So it's kind of like I was like, oh, that's really cool just having the gold stuff on it. So, yeah, a bit of bling for you, HG. What do you reckon for you guys? You've got UP Warriors Friday night for us over here in Australia. Um, obviously a clash with the likes of Healy and um, Harris and McGrath and Eccleston and other big names like that. What What are you looking forward to from that game? Obviously winning. Uh, obviously winning. Um, I'd like to say I'd really like to see Grace hit some bombs, but I also don't, so I'm happy to get her out first ball. <laughs> I think um, I'm actually really looking forward to watching our opening partnership. I think the way that um, Yassica and Haley have gone out in, I'd say the majority of the games and put on 50-plus run partnerships for us, it's been amazing to watch. And the way that they go about it, they're so completely different that it's just really cool. And I think the way that they've been able to work like a West Indian and an Indian to come together and be able to just gel and bond and be able to create such a 
like solid opening partnership and not so many games from not knowing each other from a bar of soap before the competition. I think like that's put us in a really good stead for the games that we have been able to win so far. So um, hopefully we can go out there and they can get us off to a really good start and we can either set a really good score or chase chase whatever the UP Warriors put out there for us. Well, I think it's – and then knowing that you've got Nat coming in at three and, and Core at four, like there's there's a reason that you guys have been successful, the balance across the lineup, batting-wise and then in your bowling options. Isi Wong, you know, coming through with pace is good. I mean, unfortunately for you, it's it's meant that you've – been probably a master of mixing the drinks across the series so far how have you found sort of having to be in the dugout like I guess it's always better to be playing but yeah are you sort of getting good communication from the likes of Lottie and just sort of going well I know what my role would be if it suited yeah I think I am a master I think it's not a master of doing the drinks I think it's not just come from the WPL (laughs) it's a few a few tools before that as well but it's obviously you'd obviously like to be out there on the field but I think um Pretty lucky in the fact that, like, off the field, on the bench, there's some pretty cool people as well. So got the likes of Chloe Tryon. It's an absolute hoot as well. Um, <laughs> I'm running the drinks with it. Yeah, she's she's a ripper to be able to do it with. But then being able to just sit off and also listen to the likes of Lottie and Julan and Lids as well, um, who's our fielding coach. I think it's pretty, it's pretty unbelievable the people that we've got sitting there and the way that they can read the game and watch the game and be like, start yelling stuff out, which Gozzi does just about every single ball. Um, I love it. He's crazy on the sidelines, but it's pretty cool to, yeah, I guess be able to sit on the sidelines if I'm not playing. We'd all love to be out there playing, but you obviously can't be. So I'm actually pretty. I'm not going to say I'm happy about I'm sitting off, but I'm learning a lot while sitting off as well at the same time. I bet you are. You can't not with those sort of um, names sitting around you. I'd actually love um, you to be mic'd up enough to be able to hear their their conversations because Lydia is so calm and so, you know, she she observes and does her thing. And then, yeah, you've got the emotion from from Lottie and from Gozzi that would be quite quite fun to, to have in there. So, before I let you go, I suppose um, a, a couple of additional things. Um, how how are you going to beat UP Warriors? What's the secret? Either make a lot of runs or take some early wickets. I reckon. <laughs> Depends on what I think. Score one more run than them. <laughs> yeah, it's simple, isn't it? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think with their batting lineup, we're going to have to take early wickets. I think we're going to have to get Midge out within that power play, and then the same with T Mac. I think. In T Max first ten balls, I think that's where she's most vulnerable. But after that, I think um, she gets going and she's pretty unstoppable. Um, yeah. And it's the same with Grace as well. I think all those three Aussie girls, I think their first ten balls is key for us. If we can get them out, then um, that'll put us in really good stead. But if we can't, then it's how do we get them up the other end or keep their boundaries to a minimal? Yeah, definitely. Well, it should be an exciting game. These three teams that have made it through to the finals. Um, have been the best three across the the tournament so far. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Obviously, a, a win means you get to then progress through and take on the Delhi Capitals, which would be another absolute cracker as well. So, um, hopefully, for you guys, it gets uh, you get one more game out of this. And um, I suppose, yeah, to finish off before I let you go, I know that you were away and so weren't around Tasmania in the WNCL final, but that final over. I, I need I need your thoughts because it's one of it's a folklore moment. What do you reckon? Oh, 
mate, my mind was bloody blown watching it. <laughs> we were on we were on the bus on the way back from training, I think, over in South Africa. So I think Darcy had the game up on her phone and we're all kind of crowded around watching it on the bus. And I was like just – I ended up sitting in the corner and I was like, no, nah, we've, we've lost this. Like, seriously, how the hell have we lost this game? Like, we were in the box seat and then we've all of a sudden just let them hit how many boundaries off, not many balls. And then it was like came down to this last over. Or before that, it was the rain delay and I was like, no, nah, they're not getting back on. Like, there's no chance in hell. Like, whatever, we've lost. Well done, girls. I was really annoyed as well because those three, they get on their high horse. And I was like, nah, can't deal with it, can't deal and then they go back out and I was like, nah, you've got to be kidding me. You've actually got to be kidding me. And then the last over came and I was like, nah, they've won this. And then first ball, wicket, and I'm like sitting in my seat cheering and all three of them have just shut up and I was like, hey. <laughs> and they're like, nah, that's right. It's all right. We only need a few more runs to go. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. And then by the end of it, I was like, they were in tears and I was screaming with joy on the bus. They were devastated, which was probably the best thing about it because they were on their high horse for that whole last over and the last probably hour before that. And I was like, yes, what a win. But, like, seriously, I don't think that's ever going to happen again in cricket. That was something else. Surely not. Surely not. Well, it does show you that you can you can win and you can lose from anywhere in this crazy game that we do play. So, yeah, it was – I still like watching it. Just <laughs> – just, sometimes I expect it to change and something else different happen, but yeah, it blows me away every time. So yeah, I'm yeah. glad you got the chance to watch it because it was absolutely fascinating. But yeah, anyway, hopefully it's not that much of a thriller across your your, your game across the UP Warriors. And um, yeah, all the best with it. And thanks for catching up with us today, HG. It's been awesome seeing your face. No worries. Thanks for having me on. It's been great to catch up. <laughs> You've been listening to Feel Good Sports. You can catch us on Instagram at Feel Good Sports Pod. And you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back next week to wrap up our first ever WPL season and celebrate the first ever WPL champions, whoever they turn out to be. Until then, laters. Laters.